2: It is a bit of a Patriots Monday in January. We are at Gillette Stadium, and Gerard Mayo will join us for the first time as the head coach of the New England Patriots at eight thirty on this morning's show. With the conference championship set, Curtis's Lions remain alive. Eminem, what up, uh, no
3: Yes. So, uh, I mean, I think and for basically a decade. We did Patriots Monday in January, leading into an AFC Championship yeah. game. I know we were the Chiefs before I the Chiefs became the it
2: was, Patriots. It was. I was talking uh, with this last night, out uh, talking about this with Brees Hill last night. It was a given, like it was just automatic. You were automatically in the AFC Championship. It was yet before the game, you'd start booking the hotel rooms right. and the flights, Curtis. And right say, right, right mean, now
3: would be who is Arbano keeping off the trip? Uh, yes. and,
4: <laughs> it, it was nice though to in parallel to that because Patrick Mahomes did not look worried the entire game he looked very calm cool and collected even after it was like yep we're going back okay then you watch the Lions and Dan Campbell getting emotional on the sideline when the time was running out and all of those guys looking just so over overcome with emotion yeah. it's like that is what you want to root for when it comes to these games and that's silly coming from somebody who rooted for the Patriots for so long who didn't feel that way
2: no I mean the it was it was tough watching the
3: tears of the Bills fans the last <laughs> night
2: I mean it was <laughs> well that poor grown ass man bawling oh, man. his eyes out in the stands last I'm
3: looking forward to Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser doing a half hour on Bills fans, and should they close the stadium because of the snowballs they were throwing? Because if that was Gillette Stadium, it It would be leading the national news. Well, they should
5: want to close the stadium because of the missed field field goal. It's like, if I'm an owner of the Bills, it's like, yeah, I understand the whole love playing outside in Buffalo um, in December and January, but maybe you might want to put a dome in so the wind doesn't affect you.
3: But, But could you imagine you're a Bills fan? And you finally get Josh Allen, and you finally get a team that is worthy of a potential championship. And Brady's gone; he leaves, and then all of a sudden, the next one literally like reappears right. and keeps blocking you from advancing in the playoffs. Yeah. Like yeah. that has got to—they have got to be the darkest town in America right now. Yeah,
2: it's. Uh, I but I I agree with you. The sentiment has to be with the Lions at this point. Oh, like, totally. Um, because that city has waited a long, long time. All right, this is Bill from Stoneham, where we will be on Sunday. Bill, good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, as, with regard to the two
5: point conversion, Wiggy is absolutely right. Shime, you have you have no clue on this. Sorry, with with your analytic analytics and what. What do you mean? I have the no new, clue. Please explain. <laughs> enlighten enlighten me. Crew, listen. <laughs> The new rule shine in overtime. Guess what? Both, Both teams, teams get the ball. Get yes, the ball, I'm aware. No matter what. No yes, matter I am
6: what. very much aware. That doesn't matter. That's irrelevant okay. to this conversation. No, it ain't. <laughs> yes, it
1: because, is. Like you said, if Holy smokes! A okay, conversion,
5: here's the game comes on. The game is going to be decided by a two point conversion. Bill, Bill so if what's you better?
1: Overtime it's zero
5: zero. Bill, what's,
6: what's better? Um, not needing to go to overtime at all and just outright winning the game or having to go into overtime and giving yourself less of an opportunity to win the football game. But, but Shime, you understand
2: that
5: what Wiggy I don't is want saying. Tampa Bay, I, don't, I don't want anything to do with Tampa's offense. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd rather go into overtime.
2: Yeah. So uh, Thank you, Bill. I, I, I understand what you're saying. What Wiggy is, was trying to argue, Shime, is that the odds are not that much better. When, you know, you said it's, or Wiggy said it's 55% that Mm -hmm. you're going to get the two points. So when Todd Bowles is going for it early like that, it's really no better than, like, the odds are better that you're going to get the one on the field goal and walk away with that point and have a chance to go to overtime. And
3: why not kick the extra point for the first touchdown when you're down two, so you're down seven, then should you score again, you can go for two with 30 seconds left and win the game.
6: Yes, but Curtis, if you miss that second two-point conversion, you just straight up lose the game. Like that's the point.
3: Right, if, but by going miss for the first one, you don't lose the game. First one, and you don't get it on the second one. Each time has you going for two. The second time, correct? Yes, yes. but but the, the and, if and you don't get it the first time, scenario, yes, it's, it's still another coin
6: bucks. flip going for it the second time. But so if, if you, you're if going you to call, it, call
3: heads, if I call heads and it's tails. Just because it was heads the first time, it's still 50-50 the next time. Yes,
6: Curtis, thank you very much. I understand how math works.
3: Um <laughs> here's the thing. If you, you said if you go two, you're guaranteed to get one. That's uh, not how this no, works. I, I
6: literally corrected myself mid sentence. You guys are like it, it is insane to me. So why don't how you go for two every time? Is. Because Curtis, you're not in that situation every you're not down fourteen every single time you score a touchdown. Isn't so the goal you get the most down, points possible? Yes, but when you're not down, you, gar- you take the guaranteed point. When you're trailing and trying to come back and win a football game, you go for two because then you have the opportunity to win in regulation, which is way better than playing for overtime. I'm
4: worried this calorie deficit is hurting Shaq. Oh, no, like I, it's just
6: it's, always gonna
4: stand it, it aggravates me when he's people try saying... to argue this and have no idea what they're talking
2: about. No. <gasps> <gasps> and like they're coming I, at me
6: that I don't know I, how to do math. So you're
4: saying uh, Wiggy has uh, no idea yeah, what he's you're talking, talking about,
2: co- Coach? Excuse me, we coach. Call him Coach, yeah, you're sorry, telling coach. me Coach has no idea what he's talking and, about. And and,
5: and to right, be coach honest, played in the league. To, and to be honest, I think for the 2023 season. The actual two-point conversion success rate was about forty-nine percent. <laughs> oh, yeah. so okay. If you if you you look if you really look at the numbers, so it's really under fifty percent. The only reason why I say it, I get Shime's point of like, but now what you're doing is you're saying okay, if we don't make it the first time. We now have to go for it the second time. And we even if we have a 55% chance of making it, still not very good. Yeah. But if we make it the second time, all it does is tie the game up for mm-hmm. us. Where if we say, you know what? Let's kick the extra point. Now when we get in a position, if we score again, we kick the extra point. We're going into overtime and saving ourselves the headache after worry about
2: a two- You know what? We can get an expert opinion on this at 830 when Coach Mayo gets here. So, Well, we'll I guess it's a
5: good question yeah, of how much I, the analytics yeah. factor in. Yeah. I, I get the going for it on fourth down nowadays where analytics will say you got a better chance in certain fourth and short situations. Like I get that field position plays a part of that. But when I look at the two-point conversion, especially at the end of that game, it's it's so it's difficult to make that twice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you're banking on the first one yeah. where you don't need it. But if you don't make the first one, now you gotta make the second one.
2: All right. Well, we will get to talk to Gerard Mayo about that and other things at 830 on this morning show. Let's get right to this.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
1: and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: This is The Greg Hill
3: Show. Time now for The Lead
2: Yes, it is,
6: Gregory. Well done.
2: Well, yeah. wait. Um, I think the Jimi Hendrix is the artist. Correct? That is correct. Okay. Well
6: done, Gregory. Thank you. Thank you.
2: And chime. Uh, we have. We're at Gillette. We have a. We have a new sponsor, I believe. For leads that is week? correct,
6: Greg. It's the uh, Northeast Electrical Distributors.
2: Excellent. Okay. want to welcome them to the show, Northeast Electrical Distributors. And they are proud to bring you this morning's leads, in which we share with you what we think might be an important topic this morning. We'll start with Shime. Shine, good morning. Hello.
6: Good morning, Gregory. Uh, so, next Sunday is the opportunity that... Um, I finally get to feel like I might actually be right about something, um, just like I am with the two-point conversions thing. Uh, Lamar Jackson has an opportunity to go out and beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and all the people uh, in the world who said, oh, Lamar just can't, Lamar doesn't win anything. He can't win anything. That's me. Can't win I'm, right here. I'm right here. I said <laughs> um, that to you. I, absolutely I, know I know you're directing ass. that at me. No, I'm not. No, I'm not, okay. Greg. I'm not directing that at you. I'm directing okay. that at uh, all the callers and texters who said, Lamar Jackson's no good. He's just a regular season quarterback. Nope. Actually, that's Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson has an official opportunity to put himself in the elite, like firmly in the elite quarterbacks conversation. Next Sunday, if he beats Patrick Mahomes and heads to the Super Bowl, there's no more ifs, there's no more buts, there's no more question marks. Lamar Jackson is one of the three or four best quarterbacks in all of football, and it's unquestionable at this point. They were awesome in that second half uh, Mm. on uh, over the weekend. Struggled in the first half a little bit. I felt like that was getting some of the rust off from being a week off uh, due to having the bye, and then they came out in the second half and absolutely dominated that game. That defense, too, the the Ravens' defense is freaking awesome. They are so good. I mean, they realistically held C.J. Stroud to three points uh, on a drive that also probably should have had an interception, so... that defense is so good. I'm really curious to see how they defend Patrick Mahomes next week, and uh, and I hope Lamar comes out and plays just as well uh, next week as he did this week because he was awesome.
2: All right, Chime, thank you. And if you were Bill Belichick, uh, your owner said you could have gone out and got Lamar Jackson uh, if you wanted him.
3: That's right. Um,
2: Bobby Houdini, Wiggy, <laughs> said you yeah. could go out and, and get him. But really – Anybody could have had Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Any team in the NFL could have had Lamar Jackson. And I agree with
5: Shime. I think this is Lamar. Yeah, he's so difficult to defend. And and I, excuse me, I think you see that even with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Just his ability to move and create plays in the pocket with his pocket presence of athleticism. Yeah. I mean, you, you saw that from Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. I think you start to see that from a lot of quarterbacks today.
2: All
3: right. Thank you, Sean. Curtis, welcome. good morning. Good morning, Greg. So I had the privilege of speaking with Pedro Martinez Saturday at the uh, Red Sox Winter Weekend, and one word that kept coming up with him about their time, his time with the Red Sox and Veritech and Ortiz, was accountability. And today I am really looking forward to the opportunity to talk to Gerard Mayo because I feel like accountability has left the building. And Here. It did last season, yes. Whenever Bill Belichick was asked about why fans should have belief in this team, he would cite years past. Whenever Robert would be asked anything, he'd run away. Whenever Mac was discussed, it was always because of the coordinators. When Bill O'Brien talked, it was because of the quarterback. There was very little standing in front of a microphone and accepting blame and understanding how to fix it. And that's why I felt good about Gerard Mayo following the press conference last week, where there wasn't excuse-making. There wasn't this, you know, oh, I don't want to talk about the past. I don't want this. It was a guy that seemed to relish the opportunity to fix something he saw broken. And when it comes to playing in Boston, people talk about the difficulties. What you saw in Springfield was fans using their money to go to this event and to hear make their voice heard by ownership, and it was, whether it changes anything, I don't know, but at least understand when you come into this job gerard mayo the only thing that matters is if you win and if when you win or when you make a mistake you stand up and it, and i am optimistic about their future because of that and gerard mayo awesome thank you curtis courtney good morning
4: good morning everybody i had a silly little lead about maybe a month ago where everybody said a stupid so badge I just don't know what you're talking about. Um, and that was that Tiger Woods was ending his uh, deal with Nike. Yeah, uh, a lot of people saying, of course, he's done with golf. Of mm-hmm. they're ending their their golf uh, section. Nike <laughs> yeah. is uh, well. <laughs> over the weekend, documents uh, came out that Taylor Made Lifestyle Ventures LLC submitted four Woods-related trademark applications, uh, all including a potential new logo for Sunday Red, which mm. will be. Tiger Woods' new golf brand mm. called this from jump. That is exactly what was going to happen. It doesn't matter if Nike was ending their 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 uh, golf line. It's Tiger Woods. They're going to keep him on no matter what. Mm. And Tiger Woods, whether he's going to play another majors or not, he's still going to be wearing golf apparel. Tiger Woods making a brand for himself is absolutely the, the next move in his career. And anybody that said that I was stupid for saying that a month ago, I would like to hear what they have to say now. Because mm-hmm. they said, he already has a logo. He's going to abandon that? Yes, actually. Uh, I believe Mitch has the new logos that have been trademarked uh, for you on Twitch. Oh,
2: fantastic. Can I
3: tell you honest? I thought Courtney, you, that was going to be Taylor Swift related when you said Taylor Made. Oh, <laughs> so this is why you don't. the By its <laughs> <by his> cover.
2: <laughs>
5: uh. All right,
2: thank you, Courtney. You're Wiggy. Welcome. Good morning. All right, good morning. So I know that we're
5: talking about the New England Patriots and where they're headed and what this looks like. And I think I've, the biggest thing for me, we obviously talk about the offensive coordinator, but I think the most important thing for Mayo to be successful is. Robert Kraft's full support when it comes to spending money. I think that was the biggest question that we had with Bill here. You know, Bill brought up 27th in cash spending. So I'd like to know if you're Robert Kraft and it's about spending money, especially in the free agency market, are you giving Gerard Mayo every opportunity and saying, we are going to actually go out there and go after the high-priced ticket free agents? Guys like T. Higgins, that will be available. One Mike guy, Evans. Yes, and even though he's a little bit older, I think it might be a shorter-term type of contract with him, but you're going to still have to pay him a ton of money because I'm telling you, he still looks spectacular. Yeah. Are you going to be willing to do that for Gerard Mayo and this team moving forward? Because in order, if you don't do that, you're not going to put yourself in a position to be successful.
2: All right, Wiggy, thank you very much. Bit of a sentimental lead for me, if that's okay. Oh. Oh. Uh -oh. Uh-oh. Over the weekend, it was awesome to see the Bruins honor the new blood, new beginnings Bruins team, which finally, speaking of jinx, broke the Montreal Canadiens jinx in the, uh, I believe that was the late 80s. And to see on Saturday night the great Lyndon Byers on the ice, at the Garden, LB has been struggling for a long time when it comes to his health, his hips, and other things. And to get to see, I thought uh, Lena Allmark had an awesome, I don't know if you got to see his mask or not, but had Cam Neely on there, had Adam Oates on there, had Jumbo Joe Thornton on there. Some of the guys that I really, I loved those Bruins teams that Cam Neely led and it though it was for a short time with Cam because of injury I thought it was awesome to see all those guys especially Lyndon Byers and uh and Jay Miller and some of those really tough Bruins guys get honored by the Boston Bruins on Saturday night and it was uh it was it could be frustrating at times to do a radio show with LB for 20 years but it was also uh, an honor to do a radio show with LB, uh, for many, many years at WAF, and it was awesome to see him, uh, be honored on Saturday oh, night. That's, so, oh, yeah, that's he's, so a, nice. gr- he's yes.
5: a great dude. I hung out with him a couple times. Yeah,
2: ma- many, many people, I think you say it yourself. Uh huh. Uh, you are the black LB. Yes. Uh, that is. Uh, you oftentimes call yourself the black well, okay, LB when, kept it, co- it, when it comes to
3: radio. That he, is true. He, he, did, he didn't keep it a buck. <laughs> he, is, just, he is far more accomplished than anybody will ever be other than you, Greg, including our, our girl Brittany. Yes. Uh, but can we hear that unbelievable exchange with Mike Shue before he departed? I that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, we shine, have that chime? Do, you, do
2: you have that chime sure. when, when uh, LB resigned on air at WAF? Mike
0: Shue and LB here taking you home today.
2: Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Um, so I'm going to
3: take two seconds here to say thank you to all the AAF listeners that have supported me and AAF and everything that's gone on here over, <laughs> over the last 23 years. But uh, I'm saying goodbye. What are you talking about? Enjoy. <laughs>
0: what are you talking about? LB, what are you doing? Are you serious? You're just leaving?
3: Goodbye.
0: Where are you going? I think LB just left the radio station. Seriously, folks, this is not a joke. He just got up and left, not doing this for the ratings. Nine seven eight text. All right, we'll we'll be right back.
4: And he didn't give any ink. Incl- no, uh, nothing. No, he just
2: resigned on air. <laughs> wow. I mean. Gotta love the man. His convictions are strong. Yeah, he went out his way. Yes, he did. He did go, He went out his way. Sure he saying, did.
3: This is not a bit nice. He's
2: like, right. where are you going? We're in the middle of a break. It's like I said, goodbye. Not doing
0: this for the ratings. No. Nine seven eight texter.
2: No. Uh, all right. Well, it was awesome to see all of those guys. And Ray, Ray Bork, Cam Neely, all of them honored on Saturday night. It was great. Uh, and, and the Bruins got a win, so that was even better. Uh, those are today's leads. I have a pair of VIP passes to give away for Sunday with us at Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham. We'll do that next.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?